śniega Acquisition of podcast where we're going through every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the greatest show to really bring back all these beloved characters that we were so sad to see leave. Um, my name is Wade Bowen, and with me, as always, is James Nolan. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm glad to be with my podcasting friends and all of our my listener friends, and just remember, you know that I that I, I I'm, I'm happy to be here and that you are uh, that you know we all love each other. Yeah, uh, just remember, love you too, man. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> In addition, we have Hugh Crawford. Hey, let's shoot this fucker. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And, yep, we're talking about an episode called, uh, what, Resurrection. Yep, this is episode 8 of season 6. It originally aired November 17th, 1997. And here is the IMDb description. Meiji Kira takes a romantic interest in the mirror universe counterpart of her deceased lover, Baral, after he transports himself into her universe and onto Space Nine. So, uh... This is another episode that, ne- like another sequel uh, that nobody asked for. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, it's, it sounds like James is filled with so much love for his fellow man. This really must have gotten to you. It sounds like you really love this one. It may be specifically episode that we specifically asked not for. Like, if, we, if, that, if that exists, this is one of them. You know, I wonder what Robopope's been up to since he's been dead. Yeah, right off the bat. Somebody beams aboard Deep Space Nine, and like, no, what was absurd to me watching this was that somebody wanted to beam aboard, and there was all these red flags. <laughs> you know, there's no ships around, uh, right. there's no, and they just like beam them aboard, like instead of saying no, <laughs> and then he takes, uh, he turns around, it's Baral, and he takes Kira hostage, and they go for a walk, and. And then she like cry chops him eventually because he doesn't have his power cell and his blasters broken. His phaser, you're like clearly that's not gonna work. Starts off talking about her love, Kira's love life. The Captain Captain Baudet with the transparent skull. Remember? Oh yes, we have a bit. Is what we have. Yeah. yeah we I, got oh, bits. you're talking about the. Pre- the- I, I, I'm sorry, I went past the cold open because I. <laughs> it was absurd to me that that somebody's trying to get aboard Deep Space Nine who's not authorized. <laughs> 
And then they're just like, yeah, fucking beam on board. Let's see who this fucker is. Right. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> the, the, like a presence. I had I had some nerd corner concerns there, too. It was like, what? Just anybody can just, like, I don't know. And, and like, oh, look, it's a guy from the Mirror Universe, of course. Like, why aren't just fuckers, like, this should be, like, it's transporting to the not Mirror Universe should be, like, uh, I don't know, refugees trying to get out of Syria or something. They should be, like, popping up all the time if it's that easy. But I guess it's not to find. It's not that easy to find a ceiling fan motor, I guess. But uh. <laughs> just a yeah, a, a general rower. Uh, my mom, uh, when I was growing up, she worked in a factory that made motors that looked exactly like the little thing that they carry around. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I worked at an air compressor factory for like one summer, and some of those look like yeah, parts. Uh, yeah. yeah. I remember when you worked at the air compressor factory. Yeah, that was that was something. <laughs> yeah, it was a taste of taste of uh, yeah, yeah, blue collar life. Gotta, before I mean, you. You, you know, I learned a lot that summer. <laughs> that sounds like the beginning of a movie or something. <laughs> right. I I was but a boy at the beginning, but I ended up a man when on the what? factory floor when me those and those two great John Cusack <laughs> movies in the eighties, the Better Off Dead, and then the other one that's about the same one director, wild, Crazy Summer. Yeah, Savage Steve Holland. Yes, yes, yes. Those it's like one of those yes. director of Frank the Cat cartoons as well. So yeah, it could be one of those type movies. So before we go on, uh, this they did have an even bummer of more bummer of a first scene that they cut for time where it starts with Kira gazing longingly at Ziel's paintings in her oh, room. Oh God. And oh boy, and, da- and like, and Dax is like, uh, "How are you? You're still not over this. How are you going to get over it?" And she goes, "Well, I, it's it, I'm going to get she, laid." No, she says, "I'm going to get over it. Death and I are old friends." Ooh. And then Kira, and then and then uh, Dax says, "Well, maybe you should invite Death to my dinner party." Oh God! And then they start off with the Baudet bullshit. So, <laughs> so there okay. was an offer note that could have been. <laughs> But in this, yeah, wow, okay. They, they chose not to, so uh, that's pretty rare when something this bad had like had an avenue that it could have gone worse. Than yeah, it. Right. It's pretty count your blessings, James. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Captain Baudet with the transparent skull and Doctor Trag talk with this third eye that bugs her. But we learn later on she doesn't have a problem with a lazy eye. Am I right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that really got to me when... <laughs> okay, Maybe for the Captain Baudet crowd, this is where, like, we're all friends here, and I love everyone here, but this is where I feel most distant from a lot of the Star Trek fan base because I, I feel that probably the Baudet bit... They must have been getting feedback that that was a popular bit to keep going back to it, right? I don't know, but I like a bit. I like a bit that like makes me laugh, like, yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, like, you know. There's I lots of callbacks that, that I, I'm a fan yeah. of the of the call of the of the callback, but this bodacious is getting tedious, man. I mean, it's spread out long enough that I mean, I'm sure they were, had some response, but it's probably just like the it's Iris Stephen Bear love. I it. definitely think it probably it's evocative and it and it captures the imagination. Yeah, I of think the world. I like it fine. So the, it's a world it's a world in which somebody could fall in love with somebody with a with a like a you know clear cranium. So we have to bring that up all the time because we can't show it. Yeah. Right, right. So I I get it, but. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I get it, but I'm with you, which is my curse, James. 
You think Cassandra of Star Trek, you you get it, but you can't change it. (laughs) Right, but nobody believes Yeah. My favorite scene of this whole episode is the scene that undermines the existence of this episode. And that's the one where Cisco's like, I get it. When I went to the Mirror Universe, I met my Jennifer. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to fuck my ex, too. Yes, I get what you're going through. I know what you're going through, Major. Uh, That's just a fast forward a little Mm -hmm. bit, because eventually we, you know, Brow wants ask here to stay there and doesn't and she doesn't press charges or whatever after he's caught and so that's how we eventually get them you know just having a stroll on the promenade after he tries to right yeah, yeah. kidnap her and, and threaten to murder in front of every all of her co-workers but no it it that whole scene any questions that this situation might raise in this episode that could be interesting to explore has already been done in another episode. Yes. Sure, sure. Yes. Uh, the, the Jennifer uh, Mirror Universe episode, and and Cisco has a whole scene where he basically reminds the audience <laughs> that this territory has already been done, has already been gone over <laughs> once before. Right. I think that Jennifer Cisco episode was the closest that we all got to actually liking a Mirror episode. We didn't get there. <laughs> But that was the closest we got to everybody agreeing that this one wasn't awful. Well, because it does, it, it addresses an interesting question. You sure, know, what sure. if you lost somebody and you had, you know. So at least that episode had that going for it. This one, other than being sort of a carbon copy where somebody gets their own adventure right. that somebody else already had, I don't know what the theme, I don't know what the theme of this it's episode a little is. Bit I don't like... know what the point of point of view is yeah for this episode i don't um, I, they like i don't know a producer berman or somebody said we want another mirror universe episode in this one and they're like fine but then they don't even go to the mirror universe and yeah it's, actually that's my favorite thing about this episode oh yeah my favorite thing about this episode it's a mirror universe episode where we don't have to go to the mirror universe <laughs> the mirror universe comes to we us we don't want to spend the money on the like uh lighting for the diff- lighting the set differently or doing any stylistic choices we'll just do the regular shit on regular DS9 just with an actor acting differently and yeah <laughs> i i mean i think that it I, I think maybe you're right that, it, you know, I, I didn't want to go to the mirror universe. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but what I got instead was like literally nothing. There was literally nothing to care about in this episode. It is a pretty milquetoast 90s sci-fi melodrama episode. I did what once it, the one thing I did like when she's like the when after they go up 57 levels through the because the turbo lift doesn't work, he's all out of breath and like sweat and like <sighs> oh, and then she's just like, shit, this ain't no thing. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm not out of breath whatsoever. Kira's a boss, but that that's like, yeah, sorry. why does she carry around a broken gun? Because he took it from her holster, right? No, he had had it on him. No, he took. He pulls it from her holster. Yeah, he doesn't come over with a gun. Yeah, I thought he came over I with a gun. I thought he did. Yeah, he did. He came over with a gun. Then why does she know? Why did he come over with a broken gun? She sees it because he didn't. Re- the power. The power cell was cracked. He didn't know it was broken. He knew it was broken, but she was just. 
she was like, I'm going to see where this goes. And she makes it. No, he did not know it was broken. No, she, he, the look on his face, he, she goes, your power cells cracked. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, he, he never let on that he knew that his own, his own. Uh, but was... I thought like, I don't know, the way I saw it, like he came in with, you know, like a toy gun and he thought he was going to do it. No. That's the way he, I read he it. He thought he had a, he, he he thought he was he could really smoke her ass if he had to. Although you know, of course we maybe learned. I don't know he does, he does smoke that ass. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah. I'm sure Mir Brow does stuff that uh, Vedic Brow would never even dream of. <laughs> right? He's like yeah. Kira. I want you to do this thing to me, and she's like, "What? Oh, <laughs> my my Brow never would let me do that." All right, so that answers that weird. Okay, so the post wait. the the post sequels Cisco scene where he explains uh, that there's no need for this episode is where we kind of were. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, no, I want to read this quote from Irish Bear. Okay, all right. So he says, "I think that part of the disappointment that some fans felt with this episode is due to its placement in the season." <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, I, had... I was I was sipping my beer and I about spat it all over my microphone. I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the six parter and the wedding, an episode like Resurrection seems almost like an afterthought. Yep. <laughs> but any episode with not a visitor can't be all bad. I thought she did a lovely job, and though I don't think it's the best episode we've ever done, I believe we've done worse. <laughs> well, sure. Okay. That's always that's always the best defense of anything. <laughs> I've always done worse. <laughs> right. I, I, I believe I've done worse. I, I only mostly shat the bed in this one, but I think he's right. Kira's and Nana Visitor does do a good job in this one. So it's, now he okay. So now he's going to start crawling himself out, and this is where I really take exception, which is where like I really like <laughs> where this really where, where I don't like Iris Bear. He goes, I knew we were going to get hammered for whatever show we came up with after the war arc and the wedding episode. People are going to say this is what you did next and so i was gonna so whatever we did was gonna be let down it was bad time and we shouldn't have been a, a relationship show uh he goes and then he goes it's one of our better romantic shows which is uh but anyway he uh um, he's saying but, he, i purposely just shot into the ground because i knew it was going to be a miss yeah anyway. yeah he was like so what were we supposed to do it was going to be hated no matter what and i was like write better shit like top like constantly top what you done like like it was like they went in and said hey boys we gotta we gotta do worse this week <laughs> right <laughs> like it's not like the mob is gonna tell you to throw the fight or anything man come on he's either making excuses <laughs> post hoc or he actually did say hey guys this one doesn't have to be that good and i i either way you know i think that's a thought process of the show that I don't like. That's that's a part of their instincts that right, I think right, right. are critiquable. <laughs> We've done worse, and I don't I don't know if they have. Oh, done, done worse. worse. Yeah, uh, I think I like you know what. In execution wise, it works. It's just fucking boring and milk toast. It's not like as far as like from the way that they wrote this one episode. It's just a bore. They wrote the that, but that's the worst crime to me. Don't bore me. The pieces fit together, but yeah. See, I don't know. Sometimes they've also done things where the pieces don't fit together, and it's awful, so that's worse. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to defend this episode, but I'm just trying to no. defend that they have done worse. That would be a neat trick yeah. to see you do that, Wade. No, uh, okay. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It combines all of our favorite things. Wonderful romance, mirror universe, Bajoran religion. Can we fast forward to when they go to... First of all, you're you're in a mirror universe, and you're <laughs> somebody invites you to go to church. That's where I was about to go to. The other <laughs> well, let's unpack that just for a second. So 
<laughs> I guess why would I guess curiosity yeah let's see how these weird fuckers over here worship right they've got Vedic goatee Tolata Impera no Akash sorry Vashanu hey you had to keep your focus on the episode somehow so I'm not judging at this point yeah Uh, and then you know and then he's like what's what's in the box you know she's like well you have gods on your page or right and he's like of course we do. Like, of course. I don't I don't know that that's a given that everybody has to have gods. He goes, but they leave me alone and I leave them alone. I would like to get into, and I, I normally am not the one to drag mm-hmm. us to Nerd Corner, but I would like to just for a second. I posit the possibility that the wormhole gods are the gods of like the Star Trek multiverse. Like there's no reason because they, they exist outside of time and space. There's no reason why those same wormhole gods sure. aren't the same ones of the mirror universe. Or are the ones in the mirror universe, the paw race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, oh, I don't care. I, you, no, I'm with, you're right. I, yeah. I mean, you, that, that's an interesting. Right? There's no reason why they couldn't be is what I'm saying. You're and right. They, they don't There's... just, they just, they, the reason why they, they just don't fuck with the mirror so universe. So they're trans, so you're saying that they're both transtemporal and transdimensional. Why wouldn't I mean they're obviously transdimensional because they and, Why are they obviously transdimensional? Because they exist outside of space. They exist outside of time. Not time. No, they they they're not in space. Inside that wormhole isn't space. But each, it is, each multiverse a, has its own concept of light and time. So But I'm saying that the wor- inside the wormhole is not space though. It's not not space. It's the space it's the okay, yeah, it's the space between space. Uh It's it's still held up by Verderons so and shit. I don't know. It could But yeah. it's not in it's not necessarily because So you're saying you're saying it's not possible that the the we have one wormhole oh, it's possible. and they live out they, Okay, so I'm saying we don't have enough information yeah. because subspace is not in space. It is it is possible but it doesn't but it, you're, you're the logic does not dictate that it is. No, 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 no. That's why I didn't say lo- logic dictated. I said I, I said I would posit the possibility. It's a possibility, yes, yes. But you're saying why wouldn't it be? And it was like because it doesn't necessarily happen. You know, you imagine space is a wrinkled up piece of paper, <laughs> and a wormhole is one place that goes to one piece of paper Dr. to the other. Hawking, please explain it to us. Yes, uh, yeah. So I'm just saying that that doesn't necessarily the space that they're traversing doesn't have to be multi the multiverse. You could have another piece of paper on the other side of the metaphor metaphorical room that it sure subspace the mirror universe obviously has its own subspace too right so which is not yeah, yeah i don't i don't understand so. the concept of subspaces star trek uses i don't it. know i don't yeah. we don't know we don't have yeah. enough rules i'm just saying yeah. i'm just saying that it's possible that it would be interesting if they were the same gods and they just don't have anything to do with the mirror universe <laughs> because yeah, yeah. we don't have anything. I think that's definitely a credible way. Like if you were in the room pitching that story, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a reason to shut you down. Right. Right. Like, okay, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that you can run with that if that's your story. Like if that you can make that as because they don't say. I don't think because what they want what what Vedic Bar- or what what Mirror Barile and his evil Kira want they want a, a doodad that these gods have mm-hmm. that they don't have right yeah they want a doodad right and this but, this this whole episode is really plain we're just fucking with Kira's emotions because the bad guys want a doodad yeah right and even why they want the doodad is weird to me like because they're like well it'll clearly unite all the mirror bajorans like it has these ones it's like 
Will it? I don't know. It's, it's maybe they're it's, just really gullible on the Mary universe. That is some thin soup. That yeah, was yeah. I, I. I watched that twice. I watched this episode twice. I watched yeah. it a couple weeks ago, and then I watched it again today. And and when they got to that part, I was like, huh, <laughs> yeah. All right. That, uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> see that. You know, I don't see how that would. Yeah. So two things. So two things. The the way that they look at the the thing was very much how um, uh, the He Man looked at the synthesizer gun, the synthesizer doodad in the He Man uh, canon film. I don't remember it that well. Um, that was that. Uh, but here's the more here's the but more pertinently to the conversation about the gods in the multiverse. If they don't have the seeing orbs in their universe, that would seem to be that the Bajoran wormhole aliens are preferential to this universe's Bajorans. Yeah. Right? Right. Right. Because they didn't give them to the mirror universe Bajorans. Right. Right. So they could be the gods in that, but they're don't, they, it's not, they're, they're not, they don't have an ongoing concern for them as well. Right. So there's a lot of things that like, I'm not even sure we know there's a Bajoran wormhole in the mirror universe. Cause I come out on it, but the, Mirror Universe Alliance or whatever didn't know about the wormhole, and we don't know if they ever figured out that it was there or not. They just really dropped the ball on this, guys. <laughs> it, it's almost like this shit's half thought out. <laughs> yeah, it's almost half baked. But Kira takes Evil Barail to dinner with Dax and Worf, and he steals a mechleth, and Worf really likes him because he's a good thief and, and just really good at parties and. He took his mechleth without knowing and cut a pudding, and... Obviously, Barail is a better thief than I gave him credit for. <laughs> yep. More blood wine. wine. Yep. <laughs> and he, had a, he also had a, good, a girlfriend that she died. She died. And then they have a yeah. bond over that. Out of the cut script, this is the backstory, out of the cut script, it would say that Worf had served on his, like, Warfax in the cut script. Warf had sucked, uh, served on the starship Hawk as an ensign. So it was Hawk. Uh, he went from the Hawk to the Enterprise. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Uh, so he tells a story about that. So there's your Warfax. They do the deed, and then... They do we, the deed, the next... and we, well, we should have a nipple corner. We haven't had one of those in a while. It's the same damn nipples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yes. Good look. I, was, I wasn't looking for him last nipple corner. Well, we've seen Barral's before, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was reigning nipple champion for a long time. Yeah, yeah. See, they're evil or nipple. They're more evil this time, but they're <laughs> right, the same they're, ones. A little, they're a little stretched out and slanted. They get um, a little goatee. His, head, his chest did seem hairier than this. You know, I try to, like, take care of myself or whatever, but it, it bums me out. It does bum me out that the actor who plays Baral can do more setups than, than me. <laughs> like, that guy was that guy was ripped more more than he needed to be to play that role, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and oh, like, I forgot to bring it up earlier, but am I the only one? I mean, I, I brought it up offhandedly, but his lazy eye was really bugging me. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm self-conscious about it's it. It's not lazy. It's not lazy. Just he looks cross-eyed, and I don't know. That's if what it's, I meant. Yeah, yeah. He looks cross-eyed. He looks like he's always looking at his makeup in the middle of the bridge of his nose, <laughs> and I don't know if it's because he he adversely re responds to that thing in in the middle of his face. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I what I think it is. I think the makeup itself. I think the makeup itself like blocks part of his 
eye, oh. so it looks more, like he's more cross-eyed than he actually no, no. is in real life. Okay, so I'm looking at a series of images, and no, it's he is thing. right. He is cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah. His, oh. uh, his left eye is canted a few degrees more <laughs> right? And than, you his, know, uh, than his right eye. I, I, I don't mean to shit on the guy. I just found it very distracting. And it maybe was, it's a personal thing. It was more distracting this episode than in past. For me, because like my senior pictures in high school, I've noticed sometimes my eyes can look almost in pictures. Oh, you have a wonky eye? I've never noticed that. I don't think I do. You, and, you, you, you do not have a wonky eye. Yeah. No, but I've, I've, I've noticed it in pictures and just stills, and it, it's something I might be self-conscious about, so maybe I... Maybe that's why I'm such a shithead to Phil Langham about it. He feels he lives here in Tennessee. Oh, really? He runs. A, he owns a cattle farm. What? 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 <laughs> he's not acting anymore. Look at him. He's got to walk. Yeah, he, he's got a he's got a face made for the stage, not for screen, because you can't see that cross eye from from the back end. <laughs> he had wanted to be uh, he had wanted to be a farmer, and then got got into the stage. He went to Yale. Like uh, right. he was like in like, the original production of the Elephant Man. Elephant or Man. Right? Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen a videotape. I'll be like, I've watched his tape performance of it. It's fine. Yeah, so, but, I mean, like, he, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't see his eye being cross-eyed from the back seats. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he, he hasn't been in anything since, like, this episode, 98. He was in... Yeah. He's been off of it for 20 years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and he was also in Dallas War of the Ewings, which was a TV movie. Uh, he was probably doing, like, regional stage theater or something. That's a life. I'm not, not even shitting on it. No, no, I think he retired to a... F- Cattle farm. Like, I think he, oh, like, okay. left the biz. He's not trying oh, okay. to get work. Sure. Like, yeah, because he's a lead in a movie where he played Lord Byron, and Laura Dern played Claire, uh, Claire Claremont. Oh, wow. And Alice Cridge played Mary Woodstone Craft Godwin. Uh, Eric Stoltz played Percy B. Shelley. Like, what the fuck is this movie? I guess it's about the the, the weekend they took and they all fucked each other and then she came up with... Uh, Frankenstein and Shelley and then Byron did Dracula. Yeah, Alice... Yeah, like this is... I've never heard of this movie. Alice Cridge, man. She's my... I like her and things. Playing playing uh, Mary Shelley. Alex well, Winter get... is in it. Alex Winter. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Bill, he's just. Uh, I've I've met him before. He's a super nice guy. <laughs> well, I should, we should watch that instead of this. Uh, anyways, yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> you can make appointments like to see an orb, I guess. He's like, oh, we've got an appointment for two p.m. to see an orb tomorrow with Goatee Vedic, I guess. See, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know the orbs uh, like were on a tour. Like, I didn't know that you could. I didn't either. You yeah, could go visit the orb and see it live, and I didn't know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I, can I go look at the orb? And she's like, on Bajor, orb stares at you. It's more like the orb stares into you. <laughs> 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 and then Goatee Vedic holds his ear, and, and his paw is strong because. Everybody's paw strong unless you're a Cardassian. Then he gets to open it, and it's just like pure mecha like a high motherfucker. And the light mecha like a high, mecha high, mecha high, mecha high. You want me to tell you a joke, Pee Wee? <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, then, you know, and then he's like, oh, man, I, I didn't expect it to be like that. I was him and he was me and I thought it was going to be the future. And oh, I'm just 
And she's just like, well, you just, you need to get some sleep, take some B vitamins, drink some orange juice. Then he goes back to bed and Mira Kira shows up. Yeah, that's when the most, uh, the big, the big reveal happened. Yes. For all my talk about, you know, this episode structurally held together, I have so many questions. Like, they noticed when he beamed in, where the fuck did she come up from that nobody caught that? You got some major security problems if she's coming in so easily. When she's like, what do you mean you don't want to fuck me right now? I was like, I'm tired. (laughs) He's like, you're crazy. He's like, yeah, we know I'm crazy. Tell me about this other Kira. He's like, yeah, she's pretty great. And she tries to punch him. He blocks it. But she already knows what the other Kira is like. She's not asking to know what Kira is actually like. She wants to hear from him. She's egging him on because she's like, I know that you want to fuck me, mirror me more than you do me. And then when he actually admits to that, she's pissed. So she's playing head games with him, you know. But he blocks the hand, and then she, it looks like looks like she moves her hand down to his dick. But maybe I was reading into it. And she gets a little smile. And, yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know. I think it's supposed to, I don't know. I didn't... Yeah, there's a lot of sexual tension, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, and then there's like, because the big caper is to steal the orb, and it's got a force field key to a decryption matrix, and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, the reasoning for that's kind of done. We talked about Nana Visitor gives a fine performance in this show, but uh, for me, the highlight of this, like, the only thing, only part of this episode that I actively really, really liked was Quark. Oh, yeah, that, that stuff was. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty solid stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's drunk at the bar, and Quirk, like, totally gets it, you know. It was like, but it's like one scene, right? It's not it like was just one scene. It's yeah. two, scenes, two scenes, and then... But you really perk up, because something's actually happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And just his performance is just entrancing. Just, just the way he's like, oh, you never really came in here. You no, know, I used to see the Vatic all the time, walking down the promenade with Major Kira. Never came in here, though. When, you know, old... Old Brile, and he's like, "Well, you know, I I can tell that you're a guy that knows how to run a grift, so let's do this thing." And he's like, "Brile's not into it or whatever," and he's like, "Well, that's a fucking shame." It's a shame to see such a perfect opportunity go to waste. Yeah, it's really it's really exciting to watch an episode where your uh, the main character is a, a character you don't know before the show starts. A character that's a simulacrum of a character that you absolutely hated. And then um, as he walks around, uh, people pitch him ideas and he mum and he and he indecisively mumbles as he walks away. It's really <laughs> listen, it's really riveting shit, guys. Listen, like, I didn't just, say he was great in the scene. I still stand No, no, I'm just I'm just saying that like I mean, I'm just marveling on that that's the plot they went with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like is right. that is that and not much happens and uh we 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 get a we bring on a new character who's indecisive and boring, yeah. based off of a character that was really boring. That was even he's slightly less boring, but just as indecisive. I don't know. I don't know. He sucks. <laughs> he was every bit as bad, no, 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 in no way better. I actually think Mirror Mirror Brile's more interesting. I do too, honestly. Yeah, he's good at parties. He steals stuff when people <laughs> right? don't notice. I mean, he he knows how to fuck. Like I guess he knows how to. F- he knows how to fuck. He can do more sit-ups than me. He, he can... hates himself. I hate him. We have that in common. Yes. Yeah, we do. Because <laughs> uh, he tells Quark, like, oh, Quark's like, you think the same way that I do, you know, whatever it takes to make money. We got a deal. And it's like, 
no, I don't like either one of us right now. I do like that. I did like that because that was a true emotion. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I did like that because it, it didn't seem like horseshit. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, he's getting the lay of the place and two old ladies are cooing at him. And then cuts to Kira in a cargo hold. And there's another scene with Quirk where I think Quirk is pretty great where he's like... Yeah, this is a good one. It was yeah. like, yeah, you're. I like your new bo- boyfriend. He's a real shit bird. <laughs> right. <laughs> All your other boyfriends are so such boring milk toast sticks in the mud. <laughs> and like, yep. Uh, Quirk's got two Ferengis behind him, and he yells at them when they're just la- laying about. Like, what's this? A union meeting? Yes, because they have a union. Right. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I did. I remember when they yelled about the union. I'm like, oh yeah, I wish the episode was about that. About <laughs> right. those two guys back there having union meetings in the warehouse or something. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. they don't technically have one on the books anymore, but I don't know. It's like, yeah, your fucking smoke break. You know, union people are lazy. Do what management says. Joke. You know. Oh, that's right. They dissolved the union, didn't they? Yeah, because they had to. Yeah. yeah. Barile and Mirror Kira, and she's like, you got real intimate with her, wasn't it? It was like having the best of both worlds. Hey, look, that's a Star Trek reference. Oh, admit it. You've never found me more exciting. It's like having the best of both worlds. Let's... You remember these better episodes? Remember that thing you liked? And then she's going to talk to the blonde Bajoran that looks like a porn star from the 90s. And she's trying to do a porn scene from the 90s where she's like, massage my soldiers because she doesn't have the codes to get into the transporter room. That whole scene was fucking weird. And... <laughs> right. She's like, hey. I mean, it, it, it had all the nuance of a porno. Kira's going to uh-huh. have herself a Me Too moment when she comes. <laughs> All right, Kira. Uh, later on in her life, she was going to be. Uh, she was put up for uh, the Bajoran Supreme Court. And at the last <laughs> minute, this, this. <laughs> oh, topical. <laughs> no, it's gross. It's gross. It, yeah, yeah so. uh, it, it gets a nice mention that there. Oh, there's a fucking war going on because the guy's like, oh no, we need your um, authority. Education code or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, what? Remember existential threat and all? Right. <laughs> Ongoing yeah, existential war on. threat and whatnot. I was like, oh, okay. I know there's a war on, but why if you massage me? What, wish we had some Sumana oil. Then there's the big uh, scene at the end with, you know, the three of them all together where he's about to steal the orb. And then she's like, well, I didn't see it, but Quark's a smart guy. And then Mirror... Kira beams in and says, oh, I didn't want you to fuck this up. And and then Kira is, like, talking to Barile, and sh- she's like, what's that old saying? Once a thief? Uh, what's the rest of the saying? Because I'm, I'm assuming it's a different saying than uh, that old Earth saying that we have. Right. It must be a different saying in Bajor, right? It's, it's not going to be something as dumb as once a thief, always a thief. And then, you know, I'm not worth saving. And, and we all agree. <laughs> we all agree. Not, yep. yeah, even not Kira is like, yeah. But then he shoots the major mirror, Kira, whatever, that whatever her mirror universe name is. She's the, what's her name? What's her title? It felt like we, we were introduced to her when I was so much younger. Yeah. And she's like, I've got a large ego. And then he stuns her. And he's like, you got some splaining to do when she gets up and... And, you know, she'll kill you. It's like, well, maybe, but I think I'll be all right. It's like, in my head canon, since I... D- spoilers, I don't think we see him again. She definitely kills him when she wakes up. Oh, my God. It just it just occurred to me that we might have to what... Do, is it? Is this not it? Is this not it for the Mirror Universe? Oh, no. It might be this season, but there's definitely one in season seven, too. Yeah, they try to do one, one a season. Yeah. 
Yeah, at least. God bless him. Maybe we'll get a two-parter. He's like, when I looked into the orb, you know, I didn't see... I saw you and me on Bajor, and we had a life and a family and and a flute, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm a shithead. I belong with her. And Kira said, all right, then, then you should go. Yeah. <laughs> and he does. Guys, you guys want to get into your rewatch meter real quick? <laughs> I'm trying like... to think of wait, I was actually going to say like is there a worse? I'm trying to think is there a worse episode? Than this? Oh yeah. I'm trying to think of one. Uh, there's uh, some where the logic it, where it's more boring than the logic. Yeah, I'd say thinner. um there's uh, there's season 1's full of them, right? Um, I would rather watch Babel than this. I would rather watch. I mean, what, what about the Babel? Rock- ooh, we. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, hey, this uh, episode. So. This episode. Ooh, we. Ooh, we. Uh, ooh, we. Yeah, maybe I. Maybe maybe I would rather watch Babel than this. I don't know. Um, how about the the Rumpelstiltskin episode? If wishes were horses, it's, it's got a guy who's doing funny voices. At least that's funny looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This like literally, there's something going on in that episode instead of this. Where it's, I mean, this was sort of paint by numbers. Really, everything moved. Oh, oh, oh. everything. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just milk. Everything toast. moved on to like its normal progression. You mm. know, natural conclusion. Um, right. I'm gonna put this at a. At a, like a at a zero, oh, um, like I I will never see this episode again. Like my like I, I don't know much about my life and what the future holds, but I know I will never see this episode. As God is your witness, you'll never watch this shit again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm I'm a hundred percent sure I'll never watch this episode again. I'm, I'm I mean I'm, I mean I, yeah, it's a, I, I think too. I mean this is zero. It's a zero un, undoubtedly. I think this is the worst episode again. I mean it depends on it. If it, if, I think we get into this a lot when we talk about your worst and your thing it's why i say it's why i say chicago is the worst band right it's because chicago is good enough you can't ever mock them like yeah that's you know we have a difference of opinion when we get into what you think is the worst thing ever sometimes where i'm like objectively it's at least craft wise they've got all the things in the right places so what blah, it's blah, blah. fucking it's fucking bland as hell it's got character its whole point is a character makes no decisions and ends up the character makes decisions like it's, it's, it's literally there is no tension throughout any part of this set what what about this had any technical competency whatsoever it had plenty of technical competency it's milk well, toast uh, i mean but you know but you know what explained the, at the beginning of the uh, they're, <laughs> they explain at the beginning of this episode that they've already done this before yeah and they don't even add to it in any interesting way i'm not arguing that it's done well they subtract at least that had jake (laughs) that had a a son and his and and my point again my point isn't that this is good i'm just saying that it makes craft, sense at least. Craft wise, it's not like a. It's a. It's not a. It's What's not, a worse episode? Name a worse episode. I I already did, man. Babel might be worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I named a couple. What did you What did to... you say? Did you say? Wait, wait. What did you say? Babel. I said wishes or horses. I said wishes or horses is way better than this. Babel at least has an interesting idea. I'd say move along home. Move along home is mean, funny shit to watch. Well, again, this is that's what I'm talking about when we disagree on things like this. Like, yeah, they have other. Like, qualities. I'm talking craft wise. It holds the, the house is built the way that you build a house, and I'm my argument isn't that I like it more. I don't. I don't like, and I'm not arguing it's a great episode. I'm just saying that 
it's constructed in the way that you construct a story. It's just, it's a boring one, you know. I think of the biggest cars just to be boring, and this was. I I, I, oh I know God. that's what I'm saying. That's that was the, my whole point of saying that's, that's that we have a different point. Yeah. Is yeah. that what what is, what is your rewatch? Oh, here? I was gonna put it like a one, which is about as low. Really, that's as low that's, as yeah, you've yeah. ever gone. I almost like one point five. Wow. Kinda, yeah. Okay. I mean, the lowest you've gone this season is a four. Oh, yeah. And that was for Sons and Daughters. Oh, yeah. One is basically like a zero for me, you know, like. A, All a, right. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I, there, you know, I, I can't rule it out. There might be a reason that I end up accidentally watching. You might do movie. a rewatch. Yeah. There, maybe, there is yeah, that. I mean, yeah. there's that upcoming episode where, uh, with Quark and, and like shenanigans. <laughs> Like Farsi shenanigans. Yes. Yes. Farks, yes. Quark's bosom buddies episode. And you but know what? I, I'm going to put that one. At, I've watched that one too. And there's that one. Well, spoilers when we get I'm to it. I'm just saying that I, that's a classically hated episode. So I don't oh, remember yeah. it. I'm not calling it that. It's just a classically hated I'm episode. I'm not calling it. All right. So what do you guys want to guess what the, what, the, what the fans think of this? I'm going to say uh, 5.9, which is probably high. <sighs> And then he commented on how hated it is. I'm going to go with 5.5. It's a 5.8. Oh. Um, oh. All right. So. 791 votes. 5.8. Yeah. So I was pretty close. That was me patting myself on the back. <laughs> let's outro this bitch. Let's, yeah. Let's like get, we've gone long the last few weeks. I think this is fun. Yeah. We, we deserve. We could t- we could take a knee <laughs> I off. think that's right. a way of saying we've had interesting episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. ain't one of them. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm all right. Good. I don't uh, have yeah. any smart assy thing to say about it. If this were an episode, I thought were the fucking. I feel like I could go on another hour, like about all the things. But it's like, if you disagree, I guess let us know. Give us a call. I'm super interested to hear the people <laughs> in this world that like this episode. So give it, give us a call. Yeah. It'll be a safe space. In fact, I'll just listen. I won't talk. I'll just <laughs> listen, and I'll be there for you. Jesus. Your your mouth's writing checks. The rest of you can't cash. <laughs> I, uh, right. Yeah, I promise. If you call in, if you if you like this episode and you call in, I I will, I will, I will, I will not in any way undermine. <laughs> we will edit James's audio out of I the response. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'll just, <laughs> yes. I will say thank you for your opinion, and we love that you called. Uh, That's what I, I'll say. Okay, I, I promise. But I want to hear from you. Yeah, and if you want to hear James, if you want to tell James off and have him come back at you, give us a call and tell us why this episode is awesome or whatever else you want to talk about. You can do that by giving us a call again at 917-408- Three eight nine eight for all the kickers of elves hotline. Yeah, and if you want to support the show and ever all their other endeavors, you can check out all the other bonus content that we have at the Kickers of Elves Patreon, which you can check out at Patreon.com/slash/KickersOfElves. If you support us financially, we want to make it worth your while. So hopefully. There's something you can get out of that. All right. All right. And do all the other stuff that every other podcast wants you to do. Review us and all that good stuff. It's but- just that when an episode sucks bonkers, like Move Along Home or Babel, it's because someone was trying to do something unique and weird. And so they had ideas. I just felt like this was, uh, yeah. 
Okay, I'm done. Yeah, but that—that's what I feel. Like. That's <laughs> that, why I feel like this, that, at least I get a joy to Really, that you're going back. You're going back to the well here, James. James, I think we already agreed on that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going back to Starcraft Fight. I just I had more thoughts. I had more thoughts. Like that. Why boredom is the worst? Soon. You're trying to do a. You're trying to do a post mortem on this bad boy. You're trying. To... I always try to change. I always try to like. I always try to convince Wade. I always like. That's my. That's. A, I love, I love trying to convince Wade. Is there any way that this could have been salvaged? Is there a fix that could have happened? How would you fix this? Just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, it, you have to start with a, the, a theme that you want to explore yeah. and have a point of view about it. Yeah. And that, that didn't have that at all. Yeah. Right. It didn't. Is there a way they could have brought Mirror Burial back and have it been good? Like uh, yeah, you could do anything if the idea is good. Right. You can do anything. Yeah, if if you have a point of view or a theme you want to explore, then you if work. If he's evil, or I mean, if he's right. like, I mean, like very evil and not conflicted. Um, if it puts like the station at risk or something, even that's an easy bit of. Uh, from, what if he's evil and he makes Kira happy at the same time? <laughs> at least that would be interesting. What yeah. is that? I mean, why is Kira like why? What does this leave Kira? Like, what does this give her? Like, what is, like, she was doing fine. And, like, she, she just didn't... wanted to be left alone, she says. Yeah. She wasn't, she was particularly not in a lonely place. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, like, in a need a man situation. And a man comes along and she fucks him for no, like, like that uncharacteristically, like, re falls in love and then gets out of it, extracts herself pretty quickly out of it at the end. Like it's lit. Like I don't like this episode has no reason to exist. Right. Yeah. If he if he'd been like a bad boy and she realizes that, you know what, regular Robo Pope and Shakar were boring as fuck. I think I need a little bit of danger. Mm-hmm. But like she's once she realizes like there's a little bit of danger in this and it's like oh this guy sucks. Never mind. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of yeah. There's a lot of you know what yeah they could have done this better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or what if she was getting like a piece of side booty like you know she's just in a quick like you know she was banging through some some hood rats mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever the male Bajoran version of a hood rat is and like I think he then, was that security officer that mirror <laughs> like, so. yeah. and she's just banging through some hood rats and then all of a sudden Darial comes back and she's like it's weird and then he's evil and then he's like vicious I don't know like there's things you can do yeah like it could be something <laughs> right yeah <laughs> this was this was nothing <laughs> If if they put somebody in jeopardy other than just the dumb orb, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, it's minor. Even just a minor, like, oh, he almost fucked up the station. What if Instead it was a changeling? This- what if it was a changeling? What if Burrell came back with it was a changeling? And it was a plan to try and, like, subvert. It was a part of the Dominion plan to try and get Odo back. Ooh, that would have been cool to By do. subverting her in some capacity. So she- oh, yeah. There's a reason we never go to the mirror universe. because it, he's not actually from there. Oh, what if he says he's from the mirror universe? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. That's what it is. And then th- that's part of the reveal at the end. Like, oh, no, that was all a sham. He's actually a changing. Mm. Oh. It's just yep. there to neutralize her and to get Odo back. he is, yeah. and he fucked Kira in the, you know, episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be Odo's sex grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some... That's the kind of... That's the kind of sapphic thing that we usually get from Mirror Kira, but not. <laughs> but no, no. But so now that now Kira and Odo are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> That's oh, yes. right. That's right. 
Yeah, that's great. That, that's how you that's do how it. That's how you do this episode. That's how yeah. you do it. That's Solved the way it. You do it. <laughs> All right, we out. <laughs> Three to <laughs> on that note. Three to beam out, motherfuckers. I'm ending it. <laughs>